Welcome back to Tater Tot Sports Talk. Casey Tucker here, your co-host, alongside Aaron Barnett, who we have back, folks. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, how's it going? It's good to be back on the podcast. It's been a while. Absolutely, man. We uh, had a little segment here this last March for March Madness with your brother. Brought him on for a little bit. Got some hot takes, but um, happy to have you back. You got all finished up with school and hopefully start making this a routine again. But uh, good to be back and good to be with you, man. Yep, definitely good to be back. It's good to be done with school. Good to have some more time on my hands. So yeah, like you said, it'd be cool to start getting this back up and um, get more of those hot takes out along with those birds takes. Dude, absolutely. Yeah, and that's right we're, what we're going to hop into today. So of course, NFL two days away, a lot of exciting stuff here coming up. So we will get into the Eagles, but um, really what we're going to touch on today, week one of the NFL, we've got some fun matchups. A lot of acquisitions and trades that went on in the offseason that um, really going to make it an interesting week one and season as a whole. But, um, yeah, we'll give you our hot takes, division predictions, um, our thoughts there, and, and really hop into the Eagles a little bit, some fantasy talk. We both have had some drafts. I actually have one more tonight. Um, and, uh, yeah, take some hot takes and look back on this later on in the year and expose ourselves a little bit. So, you know the drill. <laughs> We know nothing's going to be close to what we predicted, so, I mean, got to yeah. start somewhere, though. Got to start somewhere. But, hey, let's get into some of the week one matchups, dude. So, I mean, of course, starting out, we've got Russ going back to Seattle, playing yep. in a Broncos union. <clears throat> I did not realize that was a week one matchup. That's kind of crazy how they always, you know, it seems like they always kind of purposely have those matchups right when a player switches from their, you know, their team that they're on for forever. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, could have easily seen the Bills in the Super Bowl and they're, they're going to be facing off with the Rams um, Thursday. So yep. that's going to be a fun one starting things out. Yep. Kicking it off with a bang, Bills, Rams. Um, I think this Rams team, honestly, like, they win a Super Bowl, but I don't really see them slowing down anytime soon. Could be a potential back-to-back year. Who knows? Um, they have a really, really deep team. They are. So do you think – are you taking them to, to take it back-to-back here? I don't want to say that yet just because <laughs> I don't like to make those predictions that early, and I also like to keep my Eagles hopes alive. So Okay, okay. Um. I don't want to say the Rams, but I would say they are a very heavy favorite of mine going into the year just because of how deep and talented they are. Yeah, that's going to be a, a fun matchup, though, week one. I think a lot of yep. um, just a lot to discover with a new team starting the year off. You've got some hiccups a little bit, so I think it should be an interesting matchup, but I mean, this could easily be a Super Bowl matchup, in my opinion. I don't want it to be, but um, two powerhouses that yeah. I, I think are going to make a fun show on Thursday. I think um, looking across this board on week one, I think one of the other really intriguing matchups that I see is that Raiders chargers game. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of new pieces on both of these teams and it's going to be a very hard fought division this year with very four very good teams. So yeah. I think it'd be cool to see that kind of offensive shootout in week one between those two teams. Oh Yeah. Would you would you go so far to say that any of those four teams could win the division? 
I would say there's obviously a heavy favorite, I think, for me. I think there's two heavy favorites going with the Chargers and Chiefs. Um, I think they're a little bit better than the Broncos and Raiders. But Mm -hmm. honestly, nothing would surprise me to see either any of those four teams taking that division. Yeah. It's kind of like the NFC East in a sense, uh, but actually good. <laughs> Just what we've seen in the last few years. Right, like that, right. That NFC East is wide open every year. You've got the Washington football team or commanders, whatever they're called at that time, taking the division under 500. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. so this is going to be a fun division. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but great matchup. Even the Chiefs, they got the Cardinals in uh, Arizona week one. Um, yep, that would be crazy. Bucks, Cowboys as well. I don't know if um, yeah, I don't know if this is a stat at all, but I wonder if there's a stat for most points scored in a single division in the entirety of NFL history because I could potentially see the AFC West breaking whatever record that is. Yeah, I agree with you, but. I'm going to give you that homework, and next time we hop on a podcast, you're going to give us that answer. <laughs> that, that would be very that would be very cool to look up because you're looking at four teams with just offensive powerhouses. It's, yeah. it's honestly crazy to see those four teams in the same division. Yeah, it really is. It's going to be an exciting week one starting things out, but I want to, I want to hop right into it. I want to see where your divisions align, who you've got winning what, so, kick it off from the top. AFC East. Who do you got taking that division? AFC East. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's going to be the Bills, and it's not going to be close. Okay. Um, I think the Dolphins. The Dolphins rebuilded pretty well. They have a really good young offensive core. They brought in Tyreek Hill. They have a better offensive line. Um, I just don't really trust Tua yet. I don't think that he has the experience to kind of lead them to division, especially with the Bills team in there. And then the Jets and Pats are just kind of, you know, the Pats are declining and the Jets just lost Zach Wilson. So we'll see how they do, but it should be a pretty easy division for the Bills this year. Yeah, I agree. I definitely have them taking that division. I think the Dolphins could sneak into the playoffs. Um, Patriots are just so hard to, to tell. I mean, Mac Jones makes it in his first year i don't see that replicating his second year but patriots are always a good team and i mean they've got belichick so how can you not be but honestly i don't i don't know if i see the patriots going 500 this year i'm i honestly agree with you i don't think the pats really have the talent to kind of compete with the afc this year especially just because how loaded of a conference it is and i mean you're just looking at a team that lost a lot of talent you know they don't really got any many huge weapons on offense it's kind of just a team of you know some mediocre players their wide receiver room pretty bare so it'll be tough to kind of see how they do this year yeah exactly gonna be interesting but AFC North what do you got what do you got there so this is an interesting division because I really do like the Ravens and I want to see them do well um, but I'm going to take the Bengals back to back years um, I think I think this team's really 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 dangerous and it's just because they have a huge a very young core a lot of 
um, really dangerous offensive weapons, an upgraded offensive line, and I think their defense upgraded as well. And so I would not be shocked to see the Bengals make another deep playoff run as well. Yeah, I agree. I I don't. It's just hard to tell with the with the Bengals. I mean, they didn't come guns blazing last year. No one really saw them going into the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl. And they definitely had a phenomenal run. But it was hard to tell how how good they actually were. Um, it was just easy to hop on the the Joe bandwagon. But um, yeah, should be should be an interesting one. Um, I also have the Bengals there. Ravens number two. Um, Sorry, Browns, but it's it's gonna be a rough go around. Um, Steelers, I mean, it interested to see if if Pickett gets in there later on in the year. Um, yeah. Could be interesting quarterback situation there. But um, I right, what about AFC South? What do you got? Yeah. AFC South. I am going with the new quarterback in Matt Ryan and the Colts. Um, I think this should be a fun team to watch. I think. They're not like an overly powered team in a sense of where they're going to, I don't think they'll make a huge deep playoff run, but I think they'll make a lot of intriguing matchups when they get to the playoffs Mm -hmm. and they have an experienced quarterback. They have an elite receiver who's on the come up in Michael Pittman. And I think they have one of the best kind of underspoken about defenses in the league. You know, they got playmakers everywhere. Their secondary is loaded um, I think they'll make a really fun team to watch near the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it should be like the Colts. I feel like are a pretty solid and sound team. Um, I've got their defense in one of my fantasy leagues. It's great defense. Yep. Um, awesome linebackers. They've got a good line, good secondary. I like that team a lot. Titans. It's just too hard to predict now. Eagles stole AJ Brown. Um, it's just hard to predict them being any yeah. good. I think the Jaguars have got to be on the rise, and then of course the Texans. But you'd um, hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm with yeah. you again there. I'm taking. Let the, me ask you, taking the Colts. Yeah. Let me ask you this: um, Do you see Malik Willis taking over Ryan Tannehill's job this year? Ooh, that is a hot. T- I'm gonna say yes, and the reason. Is, yes. Yeah, I don't think that team goes 500 with with Tannehill, um, and at, at some point they're gonna go on a little skid, and I I think they're gonna let him take over for a game or two, and maybe even finish the year out once they realize they can't take the division. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think obviously they're gonna give Tannehill his time. He's not a bad quarterback, but I mean he lost his best receiver. Um, they just. They don't scream a team that's on the come up just because of where they're at at quarterback, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it would be cool to see Malik Willis kind of take the reins near like week eight, nine, and kind of see what he can do because that's obviously their future there. Yeah, oh, for sure. But, I mean, then again, I mean, is Derrick Henry rushing for 2,000 yards and keeping their offensive flow and the defense is <laughs> standing alone for a little bit? It's hard to say, but – um yeah i see that shift at some point too yeah um afc west i I think we're gonna have some varying opinions here what do you got i think we are gonna have some opinions um (laughs) this was the hardest this this was the hardest one for me just because of how loaded of a division that i already mentioned um 
you got four teams, and honestly, any of these four teams could take this division. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know of the late season drama that always happens. The Chiefs always pull out at the end, but I'm gonna take the Chargers this year. I think, I think Justin Herbert's gonna have an incredible year. They're loaded at receiver. They got Austin Eckler back there. Upgraded their line. Their defense is the main thing, I think. They upgraded everywhere on defense. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. You know, they just got playmakers everywhere. Possibly the deepest team in the league, in my opinion. Really? So okay. All it right. Would be, that, that's one of my takes. I think they're top three in the deepest team area. And I think this is the year that they pull out and beat those really disgusting chiefs <laughs> <laughs> i would love to see it do you do you see this team winning over 12 games though no i'm gonna say <laughs> no and here's right. why yep. i think i think they're div- with their division i think i think they're gonna lose three times in their division so they're gonna lose they're gonna lose to each team once because i think that division is so evenly matched and there's no way I don't think they sweep a team in that division. So there's three losses right there. Okay. And all it takes all it takes is just three other games. I mean, looking at their schedule here. Yeah. I mean you don't you can only afford two others if you're gonna win twelve games. So I mean what are you gonna lose one game the rest I mean, they of the got season? The, they it's got a tough spot. Yeah, it is. They got the Cardinals on the road, they got the Niners on the road. I mean, they got the Colts, the Rams. So it's there's no way. It's tough to say. I don't Yeah, I don't see them going 12 and 5. Um I see them winning the division at 11 and 6 and potentially with a tie, but I would still say that I would I would hope they would have the tiebreaker if the, yeah. in that case that happens. So you've got Chiefs number 2. Yeah, I got Chiefs number 2. Um, Broncos Raiders, but it's just okay. going to be so close. All right. Well, I a little more similar than you than I thought. I do have the Chargers winning that division as well, but caveat here is I've got the Raiders at number two. Um, Raiders think, at two. I think the Chiefs will explode and win ten games, but I think the Chargers will pull twelve. I think the Raiders are going to pull. 10 or 11. I think the Chiefs are going to pull 10. Um, and then the Broncos may even pull nine themselves. But, um, yeah, dude, that Raiders squad, I mean, they got some weapons added in. They are fairly deep. And they weren't bad last year. Um, I just see Derek Carr settling in a lot more this year, having a little bit of a breakout year. Um, but then again, you've got a, a division with four phenomenal quarterbacks, and that's going to be interesting alone. So, um, yeah, my hot take for that one is just right. the Raiders at two, but I, I still got the Chargers with you. I mean, I yeah, I definitely like that pick. I think the Raiders will be that team that's kind of going to be a little iffy for me. I mean, I think they're a very good team, and I like what they did. They got the best receiver on the market, obviously, in Devontae Adams. But... I just, I don't know, that defense scares me a little bit. And in a division that's absolutely loaded on offense, it's going to be hard for me to kind of see them pull out more than, you know, 10 wins. But okay. anything can happen, you know. Anything can happen. 
But uh, let's let's move along. NFC North. Do you see the Packers taking that division again? I do, and I didn't want them to, and I really wanted to pick the Vikings, but I think it's going to be one of those. It's going to be another one of those things comes late down in the year. I mean, they lost Devontae Adams, but it's you know you still got you still got Aaron Rodgers back there, and. I think they still have a top five defense in the league. Um, it's going to be tough for me to not pick the Packers just because, just because they're Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, like there's no really other reason besides that. And I think the Vikings will be a definitely a better team this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be a really good offensive team, and you'll kind of see more of a passing offense than you've seen. Uh, Dalvin Cook's obviously still going to get his share, but I think Justin Jefferson, you know, he's on the brink of becoming potentially the best receiver in the league, and they have that new offensive coordinator. Um, you're going to see a lot more of an explosive offense, I think, from the Vikings. But I just, I think late in the year, I think the Packers are going to kind of pull away, just kind of how they usually do. Okay. Personally, I. I, I think they very well could win this division, but I'm actually going to take the Vikings. Um, the, okay. No offense, but there's no way the, the Lions or Bears can win that division um, with all due nope. respect. But um, <laughs> I think I think the Vikings can win 10, maybe 11 games, and I think Rodgers is going to fall off a little bit. He's still going to he's still gonna produce, but he doesn't have Devontae Adams. He's got new weapons and and people to to kind of work with and unless Aaron Jones explodes and catches I mean has a ton of targets and catches a lot of balls I don't I don't know how how far they can run um even with that defense so um as much as it pains me to say I think I got to take the Vikings in that one and honestly that's a fair that's a fair statement like I really wanted to take the Vikings um, here's a question for you. You brought up Aaron Jones. I've been having this debate with a couple of my friends in my fantasy league. Um, right. I'm really high on, I'm really high on AJ Dillon. Oh, do without a doubt. You see, do you think you see AJ Dillon out touching Aaron Jones this year? Oh, that is a great question. Um, I'm going to have to say no, unless Aaron Jones gets injured. I, I think that Dylan is going to have a breakout year. I'm as high on him as you are. I think he's going to get a, a great amount of touches. Um, Aaron Jones is a PPR machine, though. Like He's going he's gonna to catch passes. He's going to run the ball. And he may only be out there for 52% of the plays or whatever it is, like last year. But I, I think he will get more touches. But unless he gets injured, I don't see Dylan carrying the load more than than him but um they have a future with with dylan and i think a lot of people are going to find that out this year yeah no definitely and i mean looking here aj dylan finished last year with over 1400 all-purpose yards as an rb2 that's insane yep Yep. so i mean the potential i mean that's just straight committee right there yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and I mean, I saw last year, like, a lot of the times coming down late goal line, I saw Aaron, um, A.J. Dillon actually getting more of those goal line carries. So in terms of, like, fantasy, I would say that's kind of, like, why I'm so big on A.J. Dillon is just because he's had all those chances near the goal line over Aaron Jones. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't know how they're going to plan to use them, um, especially if they both are healthy. But um, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just tough to rely on the receivers there, and they have two awesome running backs. But we'll see, we'll see how far that takes them this year. Yep. NFC South, get the Bucks repeating. Yep. I mean, it's really hard to go against the goat. I hate calling him that, but <laughs> he, Tom he Brady is. owns I mean, that you can't division. Not. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't like this division entirely. Like I just don't like the Saints. I don't think Jameis Winston is going to be some miracle for them. You know, he's had this very mediocre career. He's obviously gotten a lot better, and I think he's surrounded by a much better scheme on offense. But I mean, Falcons are absolutely horrible. And then the Panthers, you know, they're battling between choosing between Baker and Sam Darnold. So it's like, yeah, I just don't see anyone really competing with the Bucks at this point. And yeah. it's just going to be another walkthrough, I think, for the Bucks. I agree. I think they'll take that at least by a couple games. But um, honestly, dude, the Saints, they're not playoff material in my opinion. But I think James Winston's going to have one heck of a year. And I think they're going to make a little bit of a run with him. He's, he's kind of one of my fantasy breakouts. Um, I'm not super high on him. Okay. But if you can snag that guy as a backup QB or even have to settle on him late in the draft, um, didn't get the quarterback you wanted, I think Winston's an awesome option, and I think he's going to have a really good year. No, yeah, honestly, that's fair. I think he's in a much better place than he has been in the past. And you've obviously seen some improvement. And, I mean, we're going to get into this later, but kind of going to rookie breakouts, I have uh, Chris Olave really making a very big freshman campaign, I think. And I honestly would not be surprised if I saw him winning the offensive rookie of the year. So I, I think that's a it. big thing to it's a big thing to look out for, especially with Michael Thomas, you know, battling through injuries. So you could see Olave coming through as the wide receiver one, you know, even early in the year yeah he's an absolute stud dude those ohio state receivers coming out of there watch out uh, they're good they're yeah. gonna make a lot of yeah, noise I mean, Garrett wilson yeah yeah even their um their junior that they have i think he's a junior this year but uh 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 smith najigba i think that's his name yeah yeah dude's a stud <laughs> Yeah, that guy's good. Dude is unreal. I just I remember watching him in the Rose Bowl last year. Put up like 350 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I was, I was like, about to say, uh, isn't that the dude that just went off? Yeah, no, like it wasn't even. It was the best thing to watch because like you're watching this dude literally just manhandle. I think they played Utah. I want to say. Yep. Yep. I'm not exactly sure who they played, but. Yeah, no, that was insane, and he kind of cemented himself as the receiver one, even with Olave and Wilson there. I know they were both out that game, but um, yeah, no, that dude's nuts. Yeah, that was an awesome game, too. It'll be interesting to see how high he goes in the draft boards after his junior year, but um, yeah, yeah uh, they, they produce. They definitely produce. Um, yep. What do you got, NFC West? NFC West, so this is a really tough one because... I think that the Niners might be the second, the best second place team in a division. 
and I really, really want to take them just because of how loaded they are. And I think the Niners in that kind of group I was talking about, the most deep teams, I think the Niners are in there in that top five just from top to bottom. But I'm taking the Rams, um, the Super Bowl champions. It's it's hard to go against them just because of how, how I, they, I think they are the deepest team in the league. And from top to bottom, I mean, they just – they're good everywhere, so it would be hard to go against the Rams. Okay. I like that, and I'm with it. Um, personally, I don't see the Cardinals making the playoffs, nor do I see them going 500. How do you feel about that? Interesting. I I see them going 500. I don't see them making any noise to scare off any of the playoff teams, though. I think... Maybe with a seven-team format in the playoffs, they might fight to get that seven seed, but it'd be really hard for me to see them, um, let alone compete in that division, but just be a team that could be, you know, a scare to the rest of the NFC. I think they have a lot of things going on. I don't know how I really – I picked Kyler Murray in one of my leagues, but I don't really know how I can feel about him. You know they got D Hop out for six games. It's gonna be, it's gonna be weird to watch just because I I like I want to see the Cardinals do well, but I just I don't know what I can expect from their late season kind of issues they always have going on. Yeah, and I mean they add Hollywood Brown like that's that's a pro. I mean that's a very yeah. good ad for them. But at the same time, you don't have D Hop. For, for six games, your first five games, you're opening up against the Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, Panthers, Eagles. The, yeah, none of those games are. That's tough. Cakewalks by any means, yeah. And I mean, even after yeah. that, Seahawks, Saints, yeah. Vikings, it it's not an easy schedule. They're not going to have an easy time. They don't have a lot of great road games. Um, I honestly do not see them going 500. That's so, a pretty we'll see if that's that a hot take, and honestly, yeah, <laughs> I can, I can agree with you on that. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it more, it'll be tough. I think they'll be right around that 500 mark. Okay, I like that. Well, let's let's say the best division for last. I think we know what best we're gonna take last. here, but how close <laughs> do you see the division being? Because I know we're both taking the Eagles one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. All biases aside, of course, um, I I have never been okay. I have been this excited before, but I've for I've been waiting for months to watch us take the field on week one, and I'm just so excited. And I think Howie Roseman had the best off season of his career. I think we added a doubt. to our most desperate our, our most desperate needs at every position. You know, we are absolutely loaded all over the field. Offense is stacked. We have the best offensive line in the league. We have a receiver group that's finally one of the best in the league. Um, and then even going to our defense, like I don't know which side of the field I'm more um, excited about, but playmakers everywhere on defense, every level, additions of Hassan Reddick, our rookies. Um, we just got... Gardner Johnson, you know, we filled the void at CB2. It's just, yeah, I don't really, I'm, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I don't really see, <laughs> I, 
I don't want to say the Cowboys are going to be bad, but I don't see them really challenging us for the division title. The Cowboys have got to be good. Like the Giants and the Commanders will not they will not be great. Um no no team in the NFC East has won back-to-back years since what? 2004, 2003? 2004 is when we won back-to-back. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, Cowboys, I I do not see them winning again and if the Eagles are healthy, they're scary, and that's the fun thing. But from a realistic side, we're let down year after year, and we get excited, and it, it's tough. Even last year, like we, it felt like we sucked, and we still made a way into the playoffs, even as yeah. a seven seed. But yep. um, it's hard to say, but when you've got Jalen Hurts year two, you get these rookie quarterbacks going into year two, they're set for a breakout. I mean, Sanders, I feel like, has got to come back. We add a great receiver core, like you said, great line, defense, added to that secondary with some trades and offseason ads. Um, this is a scary team. And if it healthy, really is. this team, I feel like, can easily make the Super Bowl. But as Eagles fans, we get let down, and you never know what to expect. I mean, you can win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles yep. at the helm. And your <laughs> yep. MVP front runner out, and then loses his career. So, yep. so you, I definitely have that Cowboys. I could still see making the playoffs, but um, Eagles' schedule is so easy, yeah. man. I'm excited. Yeah, and I can't wait for us I to mean, go to that Cardinals game here. Yeah, I mean, other than even other than the roster alone, and I would say like, I honestly wish we had some tougher games just so we could play some teams to you know, get us prepared for the playoffs and kind of see how we match up. But looking at this schedule, like I was looking at the first 11 games and I know it's, it's literally impossible to go 11 and 0, but I'm looking at these first 11 games and they are all very winnable. Like I don't, yeah. I think the hardest game that we have in that span is probably the Cardinals, the game that we're going to and D hop's not going to be back. I know the Birds fans are going to be infiltrating that stadium, and it's going to be an absolute just shootout, I think. But I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what we do this year, and I could go on and on for hours talking about us, but I'm just yeah. super anxious to see us hit that field in Detroit on week one. Yeah. Without a doubt, this is the most excited I've been about an Eagle season going into it my whole life. I've... I've been excited with, um, I mean, the Michael Vick days and the Donovan McNabb and even Carson Wentz having breakout years. And I've I've been excited, but as a sports fan, as an Eagles fan, you're prepared to be let down. So, I mean, you got to be ready for that. And I've always been ready as an Eagles fan. But, dude, something about this year, I'm excited. That can change literally week one, week two. But um, (laughs) it's going to be fun to see how far they can run. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, yep. Time will tell. But all right, last last uh, little prediction here from the teams, and then we'll uh, hit a couple more points, get wrapped up. But um, who do you got? Uh, really, final four: the, the NFC AFC championships. Who are those final four teams? And then who do you have in the Super Bowl? You know, I spent a long time kind of thinking about this, and there's a lot of teams this year that I think can make those deep playoff runs. Um, you know, for me, I think the AFC especially is, I think they could have, 
you know, nine, ten teams down the stretch that are competing for the playoffs. And so it's hard to, you know, pick who's actually going to be in there. But I think, obviously, the Bills, I mean, they're loaded from top to bottom. I think the Bills are going to be in that championship game. And then I'm going to go with the Chargers, honestly. I think this is the year they kind of get out of their late-season woes. And I think the Chargers are going to be a really scary team come that playoff time. So I got Bills, Chargers, and the AFC. And then the NFC, um, oh boy. <laughs> it's so hard for me because I know how good the Bucks and Rams are. And even with like the deeper teams, like, that aren't as good, but I mean, the Packers, the Niners, the Vikings, even it's hard, but I'm sticking with my guts. I'm a diehard birds fan. So I'm putting us in the NFC championship and I got us playing the Rams. Okay. And Super Bowl. This is also a very hard one. Is he gonna do? It? Think, Is he gonna put the Eagles in? <laughs> I think right now we have such a young roster that needs to prove themselves, and you got us going against a very experienced team in the Rams. Um, I absolutely hate to say it. I think the Rams would edge us out in the NFC Championship, and I think the Bills would overtake the Chargers, and I got the Bills over the Rams. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I like that. I think this is the year. Um, I think Josh Allen finally figures it out, and I think yep. they finally got their their title. I'm just going to come right out and say, since the end of last season, I've also been saying the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sticking to that. I've got the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Um, I also have them facing the Chargers, so we are more more alike than I thought we'd be. I'm taking the Eagles <laughs> in the NFC Championship as well. The one thing I am changing though is I'm not putting the Eagles in the Super Bowl like you. I'm gonna take the Bucks, and it's gonna be the Bucks and the Bills in the Super Bowl. Bills are gonna take it. Um, I think I think Tom Brady's old. I mean. Who doesn't? But dude's going to have a yeah. stellar year. He's going to pass yeah. Um, yeah. just exquisitely and, and play, I mean, just like Tom Brady does. He's the GOAT. He's got enough weapons to keep him afloat, even if he's struggling or doing average. But, um, yeah, I, as much as I don't want to lose them in the playoffs again, I think Eagles can easily be in that. But I'm taking the Bucks yeah. in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady returns once again, but Josh Allen's getting his ring. Yep, and I think we're both being kind of modest right now. I mean, come late down in the season, I think that if it comes down to the NFC Championship, I there's no doubt in my mind I would pay a billion dollars for the Eagles to win that game just because I'll believe in us, I'll see us make it that deep. And honestly, if we make it that deep, I would have full trust in our entire roster and it would not surprise me in the slightest to see us make the Super Bowl. Yeah. I agree, but time will tell one week at a time. Got to make in playoffs and come playoff time, anything yeah. can happen. But um, I, I want to dive into really in our, our next segment, some, some fantasy sleepers, just what we're looking at here in the 
first couple weeks of the season and just adjustments that need to be made uh, within our rosters, which we'll get into more, but also just fantasy talk in general. But um, one more thing I did really want to hit with you is breakout athletes and just who, who do you think going into, whether they're sophomore season, rookies that could impress, who do you think is going to have a breakout year that you need to grab in fantasy that you can expect to watch from your couch, watch them to blow up this year? Who do you have that's going to make an impact this year? So I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, I really do think Chris Olave is going to make a huge impact this year. Um, he's a rookie coming out of Ohio State. They got him with the 11th pick. Um, I would have even taken him earlier. I think I potentially think he was the best receiver in this draft. Um, just pro ready. I mean, there's a lot of guys that were more talented than him, but I mean, he just does everything perfect. And you're going to a Saints team that really doesn't have anyone outside of Michael Thomas that's going to kind of you know blow you away. And Michael Thomas is coming back from injuries, so. I would say Chris Olave is kind of my guy that I'm going to look out for. And I picked him up in two of my leagues just because I nice. I kind of have him um, on that radar of, you know, if Michael Thomas gets hurt or doesn't perform, it's going to be an offense that's running through Olave in the passing game, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Any Anyone else you really think is going to grab an eye? So, going to the defensive side of the ball, um, there's nobody I've really been paying attention more to than uh, our rookie, Nicobe Dean. I think yep. we got – I don't want to speak too soon, but I honestly think we got the steal of the draft. This dude won the Buckus Award, linebacker of the year. I was talking before the draft that I think he – I wanted him with our first pick, and – the minute that we picked Jordan Davis, I was like, okay, there's a big defensive lineman. That was huge, but that kind of sucks. We don't get N'Kobe Dean now. And then I just keep seeing him fall. And we were we holding our breath for round. hours, dude. For days. Honestly, because we're, <laughs> we were texting each other and we're like, why is N'Kobe Dean not taken? And yeah. I mean, homie is like, I'm not putting him at the Micah Parsons level, but like in terms of like athletic ability, he is everywhere. And He's I think we could easily pick. see him. Yeah, and with a linebacker group that we have, this is the best linebacker group we've had in ages. And, I mean, I could easily see Nakobe Dean taking over that role and being our number one linebacker, you know, even early in the year because I just think he has he has the just the leadership experiences and just his playmaking. He's unreal to watch. There's like watching him on highlights. Like, it was crazy how we got him in the third round. Yeah, a lot of potential. I'm excited. Um, I I think both him and Jordan Davis are definitely players to watch for, rookies that will impress. Um, I think Hutchinson from from the Lions is going to be really good just on that side of the ball as well. Okay. Um, Yep. And I'm really excited to see Kenny Pickett get a chance with the Steelers because I I think he's going to have a – um, really nice time once he gets his shot and, and once he gets going. I think Pickett's going to have a really good rookie year. But, um, at least at least for me too, dude, I think Cole Komet, Chicago Bears, he had a okay. roughly um, – he had, he had a mellow 
freshman year there in the NFL, but um, I think he finished up like maybe 20th overall tight end uh, fantasy points, but I snagged him in one of my leagues. I I, I highly, yeah, dude, dude's a, dude's a baller. I think he's going to have a breakout year. Um, kind of people are sleeping on him in the draft. And if you can grab him as a tight end late in the draft, great addition. Um, I think that that guy's going to have a stellar year, but um, really aside from him too, I think Curtis Samuel on Washington, um, he's a great okay. receiver. I think he's going to have a good year. Juju, I think, might impress in Kansas City as well. Juju, yep. Um, and then, I'm, honestly, that Tennessee team is, is so hard to predict, but I do think Robert Woods is going to pop off a little bit. Having his escape from L.A., living in the shadow of Cooper Cobb. A.J. Brown's not in Tennessee anymore. I think Robert Woods could have yep. a, a really nice year. I do, I do like that. Um, I've always liked Robert Woods, um, but I also really do like their rookie, Traylon Burks. I think it'll be kind of fun to watch if he kind of cements himself a little bit later in the year as the receiver one, and then if Malik Willis kind of comes in, it'd be a really cool um, rookie-rookie combo to see if they could actually both have a really good freshman campaign. Mm-hmm. I agree. And... Really, the last one I have on there, too, is Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson from the Stevenson, Patriots running yes. back. Yes. I don't know if he's slotted in as the RB1 or RB2 right now in New England, but that guy is going to have a stellar year. Him, A.J. Dillon, I think, are great RB2s if that's where they're at in the depth chart. If anything happens, I mean, even if they don't take over and, and produce right off the bat, like those guys are going to get touches and they're going to impress. So I'm yep. excited to see what no, happens I re- that. I really like that, too. I think um, I was kind of big on Damian Harris, but he kind of had an off year, got hurt. Um, I think he's slotted at their number one right now, but I do really like Ramondre Stevenson, um, and I could see him kind of taking that role over definitely in that number one spot. Absolutely. It's going to be fun, but, I mean, like everything, dude, time will tell. Um well, yep. we're going to start trying to do this here every every week or two. Or not every week or two. Probably every two weeks, maybe once a month. Just checking in, updates through the fantasy season. Yep. NFL, checking on our Eagles. And then, of course, NBA's not too far away as well. So um, I'm excited to have you back. And um, really what what's next on my agenda is i got to draft my second fantasy football team here in a couple minutes. So, um yeah, dude, a lot of yeah. a lot of telling here in the future, but um, I'm excited to be back with Tater Tot Sports Talk, and it's going to be a fun season, man. Yep, it's great to be back, great to get these insights in, and, you know, at the end of the day, go Birds. Go Birds, man. Going to be a fun one. <laughs> but, hey, to all of you joining us, listening in, um, thank you. We appreciate you. Um, we'll be back and more active. Um as of uh, the up and coming, but uh, hey, Aaron, great to have you back. Go birds. Let's get this season kicked off here in two days.